Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Good Tuesday morning. Y'all know the last name Rogers, but Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, fellas, will ask all three of us, you ever heard the last name Williams, Tanyan, Jones, Valdez, Gantling, I'll say yes on that, Shepard, Taylor, or Urban. Those are all the guys that caught passes from Aaron Rodgers last night. In other words, Tom Brady's not the only guy that's making wide receivers a lot of money and making them maybe look a lot better than they really are. But who knows? Maybe these guys are really great and Aaron's just accentuating them. Welcome inside. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Fellas, it was strange last night. Jay, your Yankees played. We had a bunch of Major League Baseball. Boom! We'll get Big to the win! Game. Big win! Boom, literally. They've hit 11 home runs in three postseason games. Stanton's 11. phenomenal. He had a grand slam yes. last night. Now we'll you like Stanton. <laughs> hey, man. Look Four at months ago, no one, they, he wanted him out of New York. Now no, you love no, him. No, no, no. Don't put out false narratives. It's a roller coaster of a ride. How is that false? I didn't say I wanted him out no, of New York. No, I said they. I didn't okay. say you. Okay, okay. I just said that. Right. Last night was fun, though. There was a lot of days that wanted yeah, about in New York. Yes. That's for sure. And the rare week four Monday night doubleheader. We're used to that on week one here on ESPN. I got sucked in to the Kansas City-New uh, England game. And I forgot about the actual Monday night game for a minute, right? <laughs> and, you know, I was just like, I was watching Kansas City-New England, and then I realized, oh, wait, there's another game going on. <laughs> what time is it? And I had to do the back and forth. But it was good. I mean, it was entertaining for me. It really was. So what's the big takeaway on Aaron Rodgers after yet another virtuoso performance? The Pack remain undefeated. You know, at the beginning of the year, I I had uh, the MVP. You know, we do all the little MVP stuff. And so I put Russell Wilson before he even threw a pass. And Russell Wilson has been on course to winning the MVP. Now I've slightly derailed him and put Aaron Rodgers in front of him based oh, on just what? the way Aaron Rodgers played last night, the way he's been playing – he was out there, again, with some me's and you's and, and put up some phenomenal numbers. And I know it was Atlanta, but you still have to be able to perform flawlessly. And when you look at Aaron Rodgers, that's what he did last night. Um, you know, Four touchdowns, 330 yards in the air. When you watch some of the things that he's capable of doing with the tight end, Tanyan, I mean, it was ridiculous. He found a guy that was an undrafted free agent out of Indiana State. And, and when he manipulates that football on the corner route for the touchdown, it's just like, oh. Then he hits him on a shallow cross for the touchdown. I'm just sitting there going, man, where were you at in my life? Being able to find <laughs> him when he's stumbling on the ground, to still be able to sit in the pocket, let him regain his uh, ability to get up after he had the free release. Aaron Rodgers found him in the back of the end zone for the touchdown, gave him three touchdowns and making him look like an all-pro tight end. So when you look at that, Jay Will, and you look at how this season has gone for Green Bay, mm-hmm. 4-0, and Aaron Rodgers coming to the year, everybody talking about he needed a receiver. He was out there with Lazar, who I think is gone for the year. Devontae Adams has been in and out of the lineup, probably back next year, wanted to play last night, didn't happen. So when you look at all that, Aaron Jones, finding Aaron Jones, uh, uh, making him a receiving threat, Jamal Williams, making him a receiving threat, it's just like, well, what can you say? He's doing more, in my opinion, with less than a Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson has some pretty good wide receivers to throw to, whether it's DK Metcalf, whether it's Lockett, I mean, Greg Olson, it's a little bit different. Let, let me let me give my flowers first to Aaron Rodgers. Everybody keeps talking about you know all the options that he has. 
there's one option, and that's Aaron Rodgers. He is the option. Look at what he's done through four weeks versus the Vikings, Devontae Adams, tied for a 78-year-old franchise record with, with 14 catches for 156 yards. Week two versus the Lions, Aaron Jones rushed for 168 yards. Week three versus Saints, Lazard has a career-high 146-yard receiving. And then week four, Robert Tengen. By week, everybody gets healthy. And then week six, we'll get a chance to see them versus Tampa Bay. It's going to be an incredible game to watch. But I, I, let me go back to your point. Is Aaron Rodgers in the MVP, MVP conversation? Yes, for sure. I don't know how you would give him a slight edge. And I keep hearing you say, well, he's throwing it to me's and you's. Well, Aaron Jones is not a me or you. He's a running back, though, Jay Will. Okay. There's a difference when you're a running back catching balls than a wide receiver. It's it, okay. when you when Last, you last at, year he had, he had 20 rushing touchdowns, most in the NFL over that span. Yeah, that's rushing, though. I understand. Okay, but he's, a, he's an elite option. Yeah, receiver, he's not, running back. He led the NFL in rushing run, touchdowns yeah, last year. Throwing the ball and catching with your hands is different than me handing it to you. Okay, but he has to have good hands in order to catch it, though, correct? But he's not a threat in the receiving game. So Aaron Rodgers has to be precise at putting the ball I'm exactly not, where okay. it is. That's so when I look at that, that's why I put him slightly ahead right now, just based off of last night. Now, so we I know, get the next wait, week. Wait, hold on, let me Russell finish. Wilson may jump in front of him. I know Devonta Adams didn't play last night, but okay. So since 2016, he has 42 receiving touchdowns, most in the NFL over that span. So I, I just want to debunk this whole thing that we keep saying that Aaron Rodgers doesn't have weapons. He this has, year, I, this year, right okay, now, not right. in the past. Okay, I'm just saying besides, he, has, he has some pretty decent weapons. No, besides Devonte Adams, how would you com- how would you compare how would you compare Aaron Jones to Chris Carson? From Seattle. Comparable, I guess. Comparable. Comparable? Yeah, comparable. Are you not giving the odd to Aaron Jones? It's comparable. It's 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 six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. I think if you 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 got them both on the board, you're satisfied. You're I, not screaming and hollering. You you it's it's not about the running back. It's about the wide receivers. Devontae Adams is the only guy, veteran guy, on that Green Bay roster that you look to and say we got a problem with him. Russell Wilson has a couple guys that you look at and you go, okay, this is good. You got to look at everything, not just the numbers. All right, let's look at let's look at quality competition. So Green Bay has paid, played the Vikings. Yeah. What? All right. Yeah. The Lions. Yeah. The Saints, good win. Yeah, Saints but, is a good okay. win. Okay, all right. And then the Falcons. Yeah. Okay, so Russell Wilson has played the Falcons. Yeah. Patriots. You picked them to go to the AFC yeah. Championship game. Patriots are a tough win. Okay. Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah, and but still their options to have. Yeah, that, game was a, yeah. that game was a sling Man, out. Baker it, it, took, it took a bomb by Russell Wilson Jason, to win that J- game. Jason Williams. The Cowboys just gave up I 900 yards to the damn Cleveland I, Browns. I, I understand that, but still the, the weapons that they have. It, all right. So where would you rank the Cowboys against the rest of the teams I mentioned for Green you Bay? You mean Seattle. Yeah, I'm just saying the Cowboys as far as the Vikings, Lions, Saints, Falcons. Would you rank the Cowboys above the Vikings? They're about even, man. Would you rank them above the Lions? They're would about you, even. Would you they rank all, them above the man, Falcons? Them all bad teams. Come on, man. If the Cowboys just, played the Lions right now, they you might just, lose. You do this. You have if recency Cowboys, bias. It happens all the time. If the Cowboys play the Lions, they may lose. They I, may lose. They may 
actually lose the damn game. All right, so we'll have a game. All I'm saying to you is you watch a game, and I'm not. this is not knocking Aaron Rodgers. He's having a fantastic year, and I understand what he did last night. But sometimes I think, Keyshawn, you suffer from recency bias. I you recency see the game like, bias. I'm giving him the slight edge I over Russell the, Wilson. I watched the damn game where Russell Wilson was on Sunday. That's a day later. I don't need no recency bias, boy. I know what I see with my well, first eyes. First of all, I ain't your boy. I ain't your boy now. <laughs> but come on, I'm just trying to say. And so you're giving, so last night, Gave you the slight edge for Aaron Rodgers. After I just said that, you said he has no weapons, but he does have weapons. Slight edge. Next week, next week. It could be different. Next week, it could be different. Okay. One thing I would just say from a macro standpoint is after all the headbutting between Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers, the way this offense is clicking now, that whole first year couldn't get on the same page, right? LaFleur wanted to implement what he wanted. Rodgers wanted to remind LaFleur, by the way, I'm Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) So I'm going to do it my way. In, In what happens in those situations, Z, is is they got to kind of get on the same page. It's like I got one foot in. I'm kind of watching to see what you're going to do. And then Matt LaFleur eventually has to come to Aaron Rodgers, believe it or not. I know a lot of people, oh, he's a coach. That's Aaron Rodgers, man. And, and, and we're talking about an Aaron Rodgers with many years left on his career. We're not talking about Aaron Rodgers at the end. No doubt about it, whether they drafted Jordan Love or not. We want to have you get a part of our program, as always. After last night's game, we're asking you, who are you more confident in to make the Super Bowl? The Chiefs, who we're going to talk about here in just a bit, who are undefeated, or the Packers, who we just talked about, that are undefeated. Better chance to make the Super Bowl at both 4-0 at this particular point, and as Jay mentioned, with the Packers going to the bye. Be a part of Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Zubin Nation on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed. That's where you're going to hit us up. ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. It's official. College football's back. And so is your favorite Dr. Pepper-loving college football town, Fansville. Head to a store near you to treat your inner college football fan to an ice-cold 20-ounce Dr. Pepper today. So hit us up on the Twitter feed, at KeyJNZ. That's at KeyJNZ. And let us know who you're more confident in to make the Super Bowl, the Chiefs, or the Packers. Still to come, sure the Pats lost last night. Sure it was dispiriting. Sure they had Brian Hoyer out there. But Jay Will will tell you why you got to be feeling great if you're New England this morning. That's on the way. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. 
That, the voice of Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Chiefs, and of course the voice of the $503 million man. Patrick Mahomes, all on 106.5. The Wolf, Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Zubin were presented by Progressive Insurance. We're ready to go. Jay, if you're watching on television, has certainly been ready to go. He's, he's ready to rock. We'll talk to our Pats insider at the bottom of the hour and essentially ask him, look, they can't have Cam again. Will it be Stidham? Will it be Hoyer? We saw both last night. That is on the way. It's time for Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Jay, let's get straight to it. Sure, it was 26-10. Sure, you never really felt like the Pats had a legitimate quarterback out there. But you say this morning when they wake up and start watching some film, Overall, as a team, after their performance last night, they have a lot of stuff to be proud of. I, I thought their defense played extremely well. Of, of course, look, I, I don't think anybody came to this game expecting the Patriots to win without Cam Newton traveling the day of the game due to all the issues happening with COVID. The reality of the matter is, look, it was 6-3, to three, poor decision-making by Brian Hoyer uh, you know, in, in the second quarter. Uh, a chance to tie that ball game going into the half. There was a questionable fumble uh, by Patrick Mahomes that wasn't called. There's a lot of things. Stidham throwing a pick six at the end of the game. Uh, Edelman, who actually led the league in, in drop catches last year, had a chance to make that catch. There, there's a lot of questions, obviously, around quarterback. But still, defense-wise, you felt like they were in the game, the whole game, against the Kansas City Chiefs, an offense that we all know we've seen it happen, Key, they can explode so fast, two, three touchdowns, so fast. The fact that the Patriots were in the game close to the end, I think speaks volumes about this team and how well they are coached. Well, and going into their next couple games, the Broncos, the 49ers, when you get Cam back, I think everything is still trending in the right direction for a team. I think when you, if you're a fan, you certainly um, take this as a moral victory as a player. It's, it's like, no, we lost the football game. Uh, when you look at the quarterback situation – Brian Hoyer started because Brian Hoyer had familiarity with the offense. He's a veteran guy. He gives you an opportunity to win the football game. Jared Stenham had not been active all season long uh, in three games for them, so he basically was on the sideline with street clothes on. Hmm. So he's got active. He moves from the inactive quarterback to the number two guy with an opportunity to, you know, play and, and, and make some sort of – statement come back that this is the reason you drafted me. Now, he did fine. There's no question about it. Moving forward, he probably will be the starter in the next two, three games. I don't think Cam – I don't know what the protocol is for Cam coming back, but whenever Cam comes back, it's Cam's job, obviously. But until then, Jared Stenham will probably hold that seat and hold it tight. Uh, you could go into the game. You could have went into that game with a similar game plan with Brian Hoyer. Brian Hoyer actually did a – Decent job, methodically at times, leading the team down the field. The biggest problem with him is he couldn't get his team into the end zone. Uh, when you look at right before the half, as Jay Will mentioned, he took an ill-advised sack and then tried to call a timeout, which I guess he was nervous, so he thought he was going to call a timeout. He should know better being a veteran in this league. There's a clock in your head. You got to get rid of that football. Got to throw it at the – the last thing you need to do in this situation is take – a sack. Throw it in the third row. Just get rid of it. Live to see another day. In another time in the red zone down there, he's patting the ball. He's sitting there putting it to sleep. You don't want to put the baby to sleep. You go ahead and throw the baby in the stands. I mean, that's just what we call a football in that situation. <laughs> right. No violence. Not literally. We're not, we're not throw a baby in the stands. Let's make like sure that. we clear that. <laughs> okay. um, it's football jargon. Yes. And, and so 
when you look Jargon, at it, that's impressive. You when you when you look at it from that perspective, you have to think that they're going to get Stidham ready for the next this next game against the Broncos. I believe that's who they play. Correct. Should he be able to beat the Broncos? Yeah, but they got a the one thing that is great about New England is they are well coached. Period. They are well coached. I mean, that's just what it is. I've seen. And we've all seen Bill Belichick, when Tom Brady was not in the lineup, win games with backups. So it wouldn't be a, it wouldn't have been a surprise to me had Brian Hoyer played well enough, which I think he did, except he couldn't get the team into the end zone to beat Kansas City. Patriots. Because what happens with Kansas City is Kansas City starts to play to New England instead of dictating their style of play, they start allowing New England to dictate that, and that's why they were in a close game. Facts, I was going to say Patriots 357 total yards, Chiefs 323. Mm. Patriots 21st, 21 first downs, Chiefs 19. So it's – and the, the way the Patriots hold on to the ball, held on to the ball time of possession 31 minutes and 34 seconds. And that's how they beat you with that ground attack. There's no doubt about it. You mentioned it, Key Castle, Brissett, Garoppolo. They've been able to do it. So Key had his theory on why Hoyer got to start over Stidham and what's going to happen moving forward. You're more bullish on Stidham. Belichick was asked that exact question last night. Let's take a listen to his rationale. What went into the decision to start Brian Hoyer over Stidham tonight? And did you consider going to Stidham earlier than you did? Yeah, we did. We thought it was best. So that's what we did. And it's as simple as that. <laughs> I was waiting for something. I didn't know he was <laughs> Bill something else, man. Bill saying uh, who gives the best chance to win. That's it. He just it, I couldn't even hear him. That's what he said? No, who gives he us said the best chance to win? No, the 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 uh question. The question was what? Essentially, was why did you start yeah, sitting over? Yeah, why did you start sitting? And, and, and his and, answer was that's right. what we do. You want to hear one more time? Yeah. Let's just hear I, one I couldn't more hear time. him. It sounded muffled. What well, went in the decision to start Brian Hoyer over Stidham tonight? And did you st- consider going to Stidham earlier than you did? Yeah, we do. We thought it was best. So that's what we did. We do what's best. best. So that's what we do. Not going to give you anything, which is cool. I Look, it, it, Jer, again, Jared Stidham had been inactive for three straight weeks. Right. Hoyer's been there. He knows the offense. I think this is his third time. It is his go around there. Yeah, with the so it's like it's not even something to even have a conversation about. But I, that second half, he made them mad, and they pulled him. It was that strip sack, man. You know, it was, it was like, a strip nah, sack. Man, I mean, we, he drove the ball down the entire field, and then he had a strip sack. Like in the goal line. Was- Last thing I would mention with all the coaches flouting all the mask protocols, how about 68-year-old Bill Belichick wearing two masks on the field last night, being extra careful, especially being in that susceptibility of age at 68. Straight talk, wireless, no contract, no compromise. Still to come. So what is the Pats protocol? When could Cam Newton return? All the answers, courtesy of our Pats insider. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. 
See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Subin, the podcast. I can guarantee you there were several million people watching the NFL last night, including the Chiefs and the Pats. Pats reporter Mike Reese joins us on the Shell Pennzoil performance line. Pennzoil synthetic motor oils made from natural gas gives the unbeatable engine protection. The proofs in the Pennzoil based on sequence 4A wear test using SAE 5W30. Mike, good morning. I think the every, I think the biggest question everybody wants to know in Pats Nation, what is the latest regarding Cam Newton and a possible return after his COVID diagnosis this Sunday? Well, Zubin, the key for Cam Newton is, has he shown any symptoms from the positive test? And we don't know for sure, but it sounds like all indications are that he hasn't. And if that's the case, if Cam Newton uh, can turn over two negative tests over a two-day span, uh, he would be eligible to return after five days from when his initial positive test was. So that's the key. And if that's the way it goes, he would be available to them for Sunday's game against Denver. Mike, welcome to the KG show. As Zubin said there in a little mistake, but that's okay. He cleaned it up. You know, moving forward, how do the Patriots feel about the circumstances that they're dealing with, uh, with the quarterback situation, not really knowing if it's going to be Cam, it's going to be Stidham or Hoyer? So, Key, I would say they're going one game season because they have a Sunday home game against Denver, a team that in a lot of ways is dealing with the same situation with Drew Locke. So the idea, and you know this better than anyone from having played for Bill Belichick, is win that one game, get to your bye week, hopefully for them at 3-2, and two, and then just get Cam back and move forward and hopefully you know you don't have any more issues with the COVID-19 because what we saw last night was the clear difference between when they have Cam Newton at quarterback and either Brian Hoyer or Jared Stidham. But how, how, how did they feel coming out of the game uh, with those guys at quarterback? Was it, was it we need to get Cam back or they felt like they did some stuff they just didn't get in the end zone in time? Well, I, I would say probably more the first part, Kia. I mean, they, and they're not going to say this right after the game, like, we got to get Cam back or we're in trouble. But I think you just sort of got to look at the bottom line as to how it unfolded last night. You know, they, they were going to go into the season with Brian Hoyer or Jared Stidham as their quarterbacks until Cam Newton had agreed to join them and July 8th at a bargain basement price. So, that was eye-opening, and I would say for them, you know, Hoyer was in there because he's a veteran, because they, they hoped he wouldn't make the mistakes in the red zone, um, you know, taking a sack when they 
could have had a field goal. That's the one thing he couldn't do. And holding on to the ball too long with another strip sack, losing more points in the red zone. So I think I would say there's more concern there, Key, than anything. Mike, let's talk about that bargain basement price for Cam Newton. After watching that game last evening, when can we expect Cam to sign an extension? (laughs) Well said, Jay. Uh, You know, he's been asked that uh, the last couple times. Um, you know, he's held interviews, and he said that's that's on the the, the back burner. He's going to put that on hold, and so there's no real uh, urgency for him right now to do that. He's called this a business trip for him, and that it's not about that. It's more about respect. So I don't think he wants that as a focus right now, and I'm not even sure he's interested in pursuing that at this time. I believe both sides look at it and say that will happen when it's meant to happen, and right now, let's focus on the short-term picture. It was a great move. A ton of teams could have grabbed Cam Newton if they wanted to. The Pats waited. It's a marriage of convenience, and it could turn out to be a marriage of love here really, really soon. Short week for the Pats. They're going to welcome the Denver Broncos into Foxborough on Sunday, and Mike will be there to cover it. Mike, thank you very much. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, guys. So the big question, you guys kind of broached it, and we've been talking about it all morning. Um, the move to Stidham eventually, you know Stidham has a lot more moving forward, right? You mentioned Brian Hoyer's been there. The familiarity is there that may have felt the coaching staff more comfortable, third go around. But at this particular point, don't you have to see at some point, obviously with Cam being there, but don't you have to see from a backup perspective what you really have in Stidham at this particular point? I think you saw a little bit of it last night, but you could see it as a, from a coaching staff and a player standpoint. You could see it in practice. You're right, he doesn't get to preseason until next season. Um, but you could you could tell he's been there, he's been around, they know what they have in the building. Uh, but from a veteran standpoint, you went to Brian Hoyer. Uh, you look at when Stidham came in and he was able to throw the touchdown to kill Harry. Nice point ball, buckets throw at the back pylon in the end zone, gave him an opportunity to catch the ball. That's some of the things that he can do and he could do well. I think as time goes you'll see what you have. But, Z, he's a damn backup, man. They got Cam damn Newton, period. It ain't nothing to see. You just know if anything was to happen to Cam, hmm. you got a guy that you can now turn to that can give you opportunities and put your team in a position to try to score points. That's it. He ain't going to be the starter there no time soon. Just think about this, what happens in the last couple of months, Zubin. So <clears throat> you're not sure you have Cam Newton. You're holding workouts throughout the summer, pandemic workouts, trying to show your leadership. So all of a sudden, you get Cam Newton. You're on the back burner. Now you're a backup QB to Cam Newton contracts COVID to Brian Hoyer becoming the starter to him starting to you then coming in the fourth quarter trying to <laughs> revamp a comeback. I, the Sometimes I just want to give this context to fans, and I'm, I'm not – I'm not saying he's the answer, but the amount of pressure that you have to think for somebody that your job is on the line in those minutes to make something happen, that this is the only time that you can showcase what you can do. I've had this happen to me when I came back. I wasn't a starter for New Jersey Nets trying to come back and play. All of a sudden, when, you're, when your minutes are so limited, like you try to squeeze everything. You try to make everything so perfect just to prove that you belong on the field. It puts exponentially way more pressure on you than having the time to be on the field like Brian Hoyer did to complete passes and find the rhythm of the game. I'm just saying. Now, I'm not saying it makes it right. No, just saying. Has, no, no, you, you, you're right. I mean, if, it, if they go to him in the first quarter, they say, Brian Hoyer, you stink, get out. And they go to Jared Stidham in the first quarter, maybe by the time they get to the fourth quarter, 
he's more comfortable. But because the familiarity is there with Brian Hoyer and you trust that Brian Hoyer isn't going to screw it up, just like Maestri said right there, in a red zone situation, Brian Hoyer's been in the league and he's been in the red zone how many times? Right? In this since he's been he's been in red zone a million times. You know, you don't turn the damn ball over in the red zone, let alone you know situational football. Hmm. The one thing I can promise you is that the New England Patriots, Bill Belichick, and Josh McDaniels go over situational football. We got X amount of minutes on X amount of seconds on the clock. It's right before halftime. We don't take sacks in the red zone. We don't throw the ball over the middle of the field in the red zone because of interceptions. Throw the ball in the third row. I bet you my right arm, they've had that conversation with him a million times. Oh, you saw when they were walking out during the half, Josh McDaniels and Bill Belichick were walking together, and they were steaming. Well, you, because I, steaming. I know the conversation. The conversation is such that these are the things that you do. It's like a, it's like a, a blueprint. You know what it is. And so for whatever reason, Brian Hoyer was holding on to the football and, 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 and took that sack and then tried to call a timeout and took the three points off the board. If they kick that and they make that Z, it becomes six six. Now all of a sudden you got Kansas City thinking different, opposed to going up into the locker room six three. They, you know, as it, it, crazy as it may sound, three points is a world of difference for the thought process at halftime. Any team that plays the Chiefs and can keep them to it not scoring a touchdown in the first half, that's a huge accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind one other thing for Stidham. We got to give him some time. We talked about how much of a veteran that Hoyer is. Thank you very much. I don't want you hey, choking over there, man. Go, you get some water, Jay. You can talk now. Yeah. Yeah, no. right, yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. How many passes, let's play a little, Jay, I love this little gambling. Over, under, career passes for Jared Stidham. Right now, over, under, 20. Oh, right now? Right now. In his in, career. Including last night? Including last night. Over, under. A little gambling early for you. He is. Under. I'll take the under. Under 20. Obvious. He's under 20. 17. Both yeah. correct. Wow. Yeah, right. under 20. So think about How much that. money do I win? Sorry. Go ahead. Go with your point. Go with your point. <laughs> you got to bet first. Get, <laughs> I'm just go saying, to the window. Yeah, you got to go right. to the window. That's fair. That's fair. But that, that's, was, that, that was cheating, though, for me. But think Because he only threw four passes going into the game. Correct. He threw four <laughs> passes all of last year. He's a fourth-round pick out of Auburn in 2019. He was two for four. One of those was a pick, pick. six. Yeah, right. come wow, back and yeah. sit over here with us. <laughs> right. So it's one of those that's things. That's Edelman's fault, though. No, not last night. Oh, last year. Last year. They were playing a game, and Brady came out because they were beating the team, and he came in first pick. Boom! Come over here with us. But seventeen four last year, thirteen yeah. last night. So it's it, even too premature for even the most surface level observations. I think yeah. on Jared Stidham, that's no, just a is. tiny amount of passes. No, it, it, small but, sample but, size. But the great thing about it is the 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 coach, the head coach, and the offensive coordinator, and Josh McDaniel and Bill Belichick. They don't need a whole lot. They they're there. They see it. We're not there. So we need seven games and we need to, but they're in the room with him. The classroom is, is important when you're talking about the quarterback or any player for that matter, because you need to know what to do. I can't put you on the field if you don't know what to do because you get somebody hurt. That's extremely important for Bill B is to know what you're doing before I put you out there. So if he knows what he's doing, yep. that's half the battle. Now he gets out on the field. Now let's see what you could do when the bullets go to flying. Because on that freeway, if you've ever been on the freeway, I don't know if you drive the Like freeway. the 405? Yeah, like the 405. Okay. Those cars are flying by. 
And that's like those defensive linemen. When they're coming, it looks different than it does in practice. When do the cars ever fly by on a 405? I'm always sitting in traffic Yeah, you, you, you're at the wrong 405. You're at the uh, wrong end, though. You're over there. You're, you're at the rich end of the 405. <laughs> I know where you you in that you in that Brentwood kind of like Bel Air. No, he no, is. I'm down by Carson. I'm in Carson. Okay, so then you should see the cars fly yeah, by if you buy Carson. <laughs> you buy Carson, you should see them fly by. At this time of day, even in LA, you yes. might be able to drive. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance with insurance for cars, homes, boats, motorcycles, RVs, and commercial vehicles at one eight hundred Progressive and Progressive dot com. Key mentioned it. We'll go from Bill B to Bill O B. But first, A to Z. And from A to Z is brought to you by Redbox. New at Redbox, Irresistible. Hilarious comedy from the writer-director John Stewart. John Back, 2020. Made his name with the elections, of course, right? Starring Steve Carell and Rose Byrne. Visit Redbox.com for all the ways to watch. Yankees got... A bunch of home runs. They've hit 11 in three playoff games. They win. Astros got four RBI from Correa. They win. Jay, your Yankees off to a good start. We're coming. 11 home runs, 31 runs through the first three playoff games. That's most all-time through three playoff games. Both of those series resume today. Both National League series will get underway, too, including Keys Dodgers taking on the Padres. Marlins will also be in action. See if they can continue it against Atlanta. That'll be on the way today. All four games on ESPN. Radio key. Want to get your thoughts on this? The NFL first said, "We'll find the coach, we'll find the organization, we'll strip draft picks, and now if you flout the COVID nineteen violations, we might make you forfeit a game." What do you think about this? Well, I, I think that that is uh, real harsh, but <laughs> at the at the they need to do something, all right. And I think coaches they've gotten it now where you won't see nearly as many coaches as you did the first couple of weeks playing around with their mask. Now they kind of, they got it because it's on notice. And what happened with the Raiders at the fundraiser, I think that was just something, a little bit of an outlier of, by them not really paying attention to the rules. The rules state that you're supposed to wear a mask at all venues, no matter where you're at in Las Vegas. I think they just thought, okay, we're not playing football. We don't have to, conform to those particular rules. Yeah, strongly worded memo to Key's point. Darren Waller of the Raiders held an event in Las Vegas where essentially nobody was wearing masks and the league wasn't happy. And clearly the Texans weren't happy with their head coach slash general manager, Bill O'Brien. He's been fired after an 0-4 start. Romeo Cornell, well-traveled, well-respected assistant, will take over for the rest of the year. They got Jacksonville coming up on Sunday. And if you're surprised by this news, you should have been listening to the show yesterday. Here's a clairvoyant Key. They need to move on from Bill O'Brien. They got to make a decision. Either they move on from him as the head coach or they move on from him as the general manager because Deshaun Watson, they, he's the second highest paid quarterback in the National Football League. And they, they have him out there looking like he forgot how to play football. Mm. I mean, it's ridiculous. It, it, it's all on Bill O'Brien. That's what I would say. If they don't make it to the playoffs this year and make a deep run, they need to just move on from him because any other coach – wouldn't have these opportunities he's getting. I promise you that. Well, apparently, Key, they didn't wait. No, they didn't wait. They was like, no, nah, man, we ain't waiting to the playoffs. We getting ready to get rid of this dude now at 0-4. Which, look, did, 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 you, you can look at it a lot of different ways. Did Bill O'Brien, the general manager, get Bill O'Brien, the head coach, fired? I would say yes. Did Bill O'Brien, the head coach, 
do anything with the talent that Bill O'Brien, the general manager, gave him? I would say not really. Now, he won four straight divisions in a weak division without Andrew Luck and some of the, you know, Tennessee was kind of Jacksonville. It was just all it was a mess. So when you look at that, you go, okay, but you also traded Jadavion Clowney because you didn't want to pay him. You all and got. I think you got a third round pick for him when he but was you coming off. But you paid him. You paid him a salary. Well, yeah, you, yeah, you gave him a franchise salary. tag. <laughs> but you you look at you look at what they got in return from Seattle was a third round pick. Then you decide that you got a young quarterback in Deshaun Watson that you don't have a alpha dog receiver to pair with him, although you did have one, but you decided not to pay him and shipped him to Arizona for what people would consider a throwaway because you didn't get enough value in return. Not even a first-round pick. No, and an no, owner's contract for no. David Johnson, who's played and, his best And then when you look at what Minnesota did with Buffalo for Stephon Diggs, they got a one. So it's like, okay, what, you, you took David Johnson, which David Johnson's a good football player, but he's not DeAndre Hopkins, plus he's a running back. So when you start to look at all of those sort of things and you put them together, you say, well, he got him fired and he got him fired because he can't win. It's the bottom line. What are you laughing at? <laughs> oh, Keith. I don't get a chance to do this too often on football stuff because you know way more football than me. But three and a half weeks ago, man, I sat up here and I told you, I said it to you. I said, I, I don't think Bill O'Brien's the answer as a GM and as a head coach. You sat up here and told me, well, they got Brandon Cooks. And well, I thought they, they oh, hold on, let me finish now. Got, we got David Johnson, and David Johnson's going to be okay. And I, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm sitting there saying, look, man, like all the moves he's made, do you know where this team this year, they currently rank last in the NFL in rushing yards per game, failing to score over 23 points or more throughout four seasons, throughout I, four I, games? I, I understand. David Johnson not giving you the time that they want. Even this goes back, this is – he got fired because of horrible personnel decisions. Even go back to Aaron Colvin, where they offered him, after a single week in 2019, <laughs> one year removal from giving him $34 million extension. They let him go. Like, this, this is a history from Bill O'Brien. Yeah, well, he, a didn't, do a good, he didn't do a good job as far as putting a putting – a, once uh, Rick Smith left the team, GM. And, uh, GM, general manager Rick Smith left the team because he had some personal issues with his family that – he had to take serious and deal with. They wind up kind of floating around. They brought in uh, Brian Gaines as a general manager. Brian Gaines, Bill O'Brien, out. He takes over. He takes control of personnel. Brandon Cooks, receiver from the Rams, 1,000 yards everywhere he's ever been. All he needed to do was stay healthy. One of the top young receivers in the game. For whatever reason, they're not getting enough out of him with Deshaun. I have no idea. Brandon, uh, uh, not Brandon Steele. Steele's the receiver. Kenny. Kenny Steele's. Where did I get Brandon? I was about to you say You're thinking Brandon. Brandon Cooks again here. That's yeah, right. Red. Yeah, sorry. Right. Solid. Then when you look at Fuller when healthy, the vertical stretch game opens up the lanes for David Johnson. Why they haven't been productive offensively, I have no idea. But you can't tell me when you looked at those three receivers – if you know anything about football, you look at those three at the beginning of the year, you can't sit here and say, well, those dudes are trash because it's not true. All them dudes can ball. It's just that I don't know what Bill O'Brien did from an offensive philosophy well, standpoint to change what he did when he had DeAndre Hopkins. I'm never saying that those guys are trash. It's not what I was saying at all. No, I mean, no, you didn't say that. I'm just saying that 
Those guys are guys in this league. When you pair those three, anybody would tell you, oh, well, they got a lot of options right there. I hear you. I all just, four three dudes can all run. I'm just going back to it felt like with Jadavian Clowney and DeAndre Hopkins, it felt personal. Well, it was it felt personal. personal for no, it Bill was, Bryant. It, was it didn't feel like it was like, hey, what's the right business decision? What's the right interest for our team? Especially with the way Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins were connecting all the time. And like, I, I know they're cute, but watching Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins connect, it makes you feel every time I watch the Cardinals play, right? So even checks even and balances, when, though, Jay, there was no checks and balances for when coaches have dual hats in football. There's no checks and balances. Hmm. They kind of just run everything. Even though Bill Belichick runs everything up there. He still has people that he trusts from a checks and balance standpoint because he's secure in his position. He doesn't feel threatened. A lot of times, guys like a lot of times that guys like Bill O'Brien, you bring somebody in, you feel threatened, and that may have been part of the case with him. Well, I did a boardroom interview a show I did with Kevin Durant and Rich Kleiman with Larry Tunzel and talked to him about he negotiated his own deal. He didn't have an agent, right? He got five million dollars over asking price, over market value. Right, and I'm saying like Larry Tunzel deserves his money, but at the same time, that relationship that he has with Bill O'Brien, the fact there is no checks or balances, allows him to make decisions like that that sometimes seem like they're emotional decisions. Well, a lot of his decisions probably were emotional and got him fired. Um, will he get another job as a head coach? He probably should uh, get another job as a head coach, but in the meantime, he should go sit in the corner for another year or so. Just sit in the corner, sit tight a year or two. You know gather your thoughts. Happen. No, no, but it should. It gather your thoughts. Figure out where you're at in life and breathe. Go fishing. Do it's all of those it, sort of it, things. Going to happen. And then come back rejuvenated in a couple years and become a better head coach and not try to be the entire boss. Money talks, Zubin. Though you know this is a recycled league, just like the NBA. Keep no them doubt. filtering out. Yeah, but I'm only recycling dudes that's winning. I'm not recycling dudes that's teetering alone. Okay. Right? I mean, why would I want to? I could go get that from anywhere. Okay. Just to put a bow on to Jay's point about Laramie Tunsil, that was one of the big demerits against Bill O'Brien. He talked about how much more Tunsil got. The idea that they acquired him needed him to protect Deshaun Watson, so they had to pay him above market value. And then O'Brien says, because we signed Tunsil, I can't afford DeAndre Hopkins. That was his rationale. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. But that ended up being his issue. I mean, you can pay who you want to pay. That's true. You can you pay who you want. Money. They'll find the money. <laughs> Facts. Everywhere. Everywhere. They'll pay who they want to. Still Look, to come, Russell Everywhere. Wilson. <laughs> off to the best start of a quarterback in NFL history, <laughs> statistically speaking. But Key says he is not your MVP.